Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. <laughs> Hello and welcome everybody, welcome Hi. to Lady Journey. We have an incredible guest in the studio today, Ophira Eisenberg. Yes. Thank you and welcome. Thank Thanks. you for traveling all the way from Brooklyn. This is a road this case. Is, yes. You might as well have come from another state. Another planet, truly. Uh, it's it, it it's is a pain <laughs> in the ass. It's hilarious because... Uh, I think when you look at it at a map, well, there's no solving it. It is literally a helicopter. That's yeah. the only thing that yeah. we But you're like, it's a mile and a half. Why does it take me two hours to get here? Yeah. It's it, mind-boggling. You, you could walk in that time. And, One uh, day. And we only have two followers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're hoping Here's to get some rub. of your people. <laughs> <laughs> we no. only tell them that when they get here. Yeah. We are so thrilled to have you here. You're such a you're such a star, and um, we love we love your new podcast. What's it called? Oh, Let's say it at the beginning. Parenting is a joke. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Check it out. What um, so, service? Is, what network is it on? It's on iHeart. Okay. Oh, great. And, uh, We'd yeah, love to be there one day. Interesting. Yes, we will. We're going conversations to the top. with. Yeah. So I just interviewed Tig Notaro. Oh wow! And How cool. uh, there is someone who I got to just say so funny obviously yeah but just her take on everyone has a different take on parenting and doing their career which yes. is why i kind of like it and really just how they are the process of putting it together and uh yeah that is she's just as you find out in interviews unexpected answers yes, yes. very funny naturally so funny. original and our friend um our friend julia johns is her assistant you know really? julia johns yeah, yeah she's been takes assistant and um she's doing great thriving She's thriving <laughs> i love them now right. when you Wonderful. interview do you find it different from the dads to the moms because we think it's funny <laughs> the dads like, are like it's so easy yes i yeah. hate that and hate their divorce yeah. dads are like we it's you'll you'll love it so much monday time. wednesday through friday yeah <laughs> there i mean i hate when things fall into a stereotype but if yeah I, but the generalizations but are crazy yeah, yeah. so th and there's a couple exceptions but usually the women are like some version of it's really hard <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing my yeah. best but I yeah. feel like it's never enough and you know yeah. and the guys are like oh you know what I just when I come home we just dance for a while and I feel like it's all worth it <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love it well what? I can't wait I can't <laughs> wait uh well um welcome everybody so um as I was telling you Ophira we do start off yes. our podcast with a little bit of a gym dedication to our new Patreon subscribers and we've actually we've got quite a few so actually I didn't realize that you worked in a gym shop so maybe you mm. can give some of your I'll I'll say the stone and you tell me what you think it means and then I'll tell you what I've definitively okay. found from the internet okay, okay? Oh, perfect yeah. <laughs> our original source yes <laughs> god so um this first stone is going out to Jamie. Jamie, welcome aboard, and thank you so much for joining our Patreon. This is Perido, the per Perido. Am I pronouncing it right? I will never correct it's you. It's the August birthstone. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perido. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a calming, uh, very calming. <laughs> wow. It's all about, like, realignment. It's, it's a refreshing thing. It's a lot about choosing again, starting over. Like, this is wow. a good one when you are trying to really flip things around in your life. Oh, there we go. There we go. That that it was very convincing. That was... <laughs> 
I feel like as you were saying that, I felt like my own life was turning around. I was like, this is what I've wanted. Um, what I had from the internet yes, was please. good fortune, healing, prosperity, and playfulness. So I think Jamie, you had it with the yeah. starting over and st- starting, starting over again. Yeah, Jamie, again. go out, go run Stop. in the rain, go run in the rain this weekend. And if you have kids, dance around with them for five minutes and your job is done. And then we have um, from Kate. Kate, welcome. Welcome aboard the journey. We have some Prenite and Prenite helps. Oh, sorry. You go for Prenite. Yeah. Oh, that, I don't even know this. Prenite. One, this really. is a, we've gotten, it's we've cool. actually gotten some kind of. Well, a little bit rarer stones recently, but prenite helps increase dreaming and harmony with the universe. You know, I felt imagination immediately. Yes, with that one. yeah, you felt it. And mm-hmm. I want to thank um, our wonderful man who's um, mailed these stones in to us, Jacob Downey. Please talk, check out yeah. his YouTube channel, Jacob E. Downey. He does lots of um, incredible gem. Um, he does gem polishing and um, lots of really fun stuff on there. So thank you. And so you were saying you worked at a gem shop in the the second wave of crystals. Yeah, the second, like, yeah. First wave was in the '60s, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, big right? one in the '90s. And yeah. then, right? I mean, you know, for uh, for the North Americans, yeah, who <laughs> <laughs> are consuming this stuff for its healing properties. But yes. I, I worked. We this, discovered it. Yes, yes. I worked at this gem shop. But the people who owned it were part of a. Now I'm thinking about it. A cult. <laughs> I think we called it a faith wow. at the time. Oh my goodness. But wow. they felt like there were different healing centers in the world okay. based on where large crystals oh. and obelisks were at Washington DC was one of them where oh, they wow. would, tr- that was like they vacationed. They were part wow. of like a large and they would not only talk about the healing, but there was prayer wow yeah. wow yeah. it sounds uh, i can't imagine vacationing in dc i'd be like <laughs> or like that's where like, spirituality is yeah. happening let's go to the holocaust <laughs> museum again i guess like okay i oh learned something new every time yes uh so yeah they were hardcore and we had fossils and like giant oh, wow. geodes and then stuff like that i, I love it just went to one of those in boulder they have several on pearl street but it's amazing to me i'm like who's buying an eighteen thousand dollar geo. Oh yeah, yeah. I met those are they people. Doing? Are yeah. they doing? It, it would be yeah. people would come in from crazy uh, finance companies okay. and be like, "That's what we're getting, Jim, oh. for his retirement." Okay. And oh, wow. <laughs> and then someone else will be like, "This would look great in our front room." <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's a gag gift for a finance <laughs> yeah, guy, yeah. just a giant. But you know, some with those geos, especially the blue ones, uh, the like it looks like quartz, uh, but really blue in the center if they we had to give this and i believe it still exists you get a little tag with it that mm. says that it's impregnated my favorite word okay. yes uh with ferrous oxide i think anyways they put a blue dye in it because people that blue color is very rare okay, okay. but everyone loves it so they dye stuff ah uh, yes oh the the contra i love inside <laughs> secrets of a, a gem a, world of the gem, gem world this was made in taiwan <laughs> oh my god and i love that you said it was called gem mania as well which i yeah. just think is uh, what a what a red flag that it's a cult <laughs> it's like a manic energy <laughs> brought on by the stones who would drop big money oh my gosh oh i love it i love it and i gave that i was dating like crazy and every guy i dated for his birthday would get like a trillabyte (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's the oh. little fossil, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I love that. For like two slabs of agate That's as, your thing. as a uh, you know, for booking. Oh yeah. my god. And then I love that as a gift because then like all these years later he's like, Ophira, my one <laughs> yeah. piece of decor. <laughs> right next to my frame photo of oh a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> I, I dated that guy. Man decor. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Ophira, you are a mom, of course. Yeah. Your podcast is parenting is a joke. Right. It would be weird to be hilarious. Had, yeah, no kids. Like, <laughs> it's actually a joke. <laughs> you know, is, is the, that would be a great, at the end of the season, the reveal. Uh, these people have kids. Know. Yeah. It's, it's an improv podcast. <laughs> but um, I have, I talk about being a mom on stage and people yeah. will come up, be just in that standard thing and be like, so is that like made up or do you really have a kid? Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. You're like, yeah, I just created a whole family from scratch. Yeah. And that's my point of that's view. That's art. Yeah. Just living yeah. an alternate uh. reality. <laughs> I actually had, I was giving people business cards and for Lady Journey on stage. And I was giving a card and saying like, you know, it's for ladies, like men can listen to, but we don't recommend it like as a bit. Yeah, and then I would, mad. I'd pass out the cards after the show and people were like, oh, I thought you were joking. It's like, why would I be, I'm, I'm working my podcast in yeah. with a why bit. Why would I be, I know. How is yeah. that a joke? It's and like promoting. Yeah. The idea that, I mean, maybe your self-loathing is so intense that you've created an entirely different persona that doesn't have a weird voice or an affectation. Yes. It's, it comes across as a person. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. all us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, it's me. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just oh do this for, God. like, that would be, I mean, I might pay that. Money it's the wild see. world the <laughs> wild world that we're all living in a uh, branding yeah yeah it'd right. be impressive though i'd be like you're an amazing storyteller right yeah. an amazing writer like, yeah what an imagination the, yeah like almost the jk rowling of stand-up <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah. universe what are you created? doing here <laughs> What happened? <laughs> now, as a mom and a comic and a podcaster, yeah. and you're also an author, and I know you right. do storytelling, and sure. and you even are also like I remember I did a your game show host, right? Game show, yeah, your game show yeah, as that's well. That's long gone, but yes. oh yeah, yeah. I, we listened, like, loved it, loved yeah. it. Yeah. So many different things that you're doing. How how are you balancing? Like, is there a balance? What's it like? What's the efficiency? <laughs> procedure that you need to employ to live this kind of life i don't don't i don't know okay but i'll tell you some things <laughs> like that, there's no hope yeah, there is no hope yeah. i mean i i post all the time like who's figured out time management because yeah. it's insane and then you live in new york where there's just so much stimulation and uh, activity yeah. like i have friends who have moved out of the city and the first thing they said is i just feel like there's more breathing room yeah, yeah. Like, it's like well, it's not a man screaming at me on the street. <laughs> yeah, weird how that's better. Yeah, <laughs> or scaffolding everywhere. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Just yeah, just jackhammers and yeah. dogs Loud barking noises. and mm. pit bulls fighting. Uh, it yeah, just so. like slowly breaks down the psyche until you're like, why am I burnt out? You know. <laughs> but I did get into and and sometimes I feel it's its own jail. Do you know the Pomodoro method? Yeah. Yes. Oh yes, yes, I love Pomodoro. it. Twenty minutes on, little forty. Uh, 40 off <laughs> 20 minutes on 40 Tw- off. yeah uh, take a day off <laughs> so i've I yeah. even got a little timer it's 25 and then it goes to a five minute break and then 25 okay. and then a five mm-hmm. minute break and then 25 and five minute break and whatever if, at the end if you haven't completed what you need to do it's time moving on yeah. okay i like I that, love that. So I love sometimes that. i do that just because i'll feel just so overwhelmed with all the different things and i'm like yeah. i just need to focus i do find long form writing is kind of harder than ever because you know that feeling of like 
I need like three hours to just get into the mode. Those days yeah. are over. Yes, yeah. yeah. I write on stage. I do. It's just it's easier. It is so much easier. Yeah. Everything. You just have to have Come a lot in of with the concept and then figure it out. You just have to have, well, you need a place where you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then you need uh, a lot of, like, sometimes I don't have it in me. I don't have the self-esteem in me. I'm like, can't afford to fail tonight. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. are certain places been that there. I have that feeling. I've been there, yeah, yeah. where you're like, it's only A. <laughs> yeah. Stick to the hits. But pe- some people are like, I don't, how do you perform there? I'm like, because I don't care. Yes. Yeah. So, the but best. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I, sometimes, like, listen, it's great to have great gigs. Yeah. Trust yes. me. I'm like so happy when I'm like, this is a, you know, I'm so proud yeah. that I got this thing on this thing. But, I look forward to the low stakes game. Yes. I'm like, I yeah. can't wait. Oh yeah, so much ten fun. people in the audience. They're like, oh, oh no. I'm like, I thrive. Oh, it's the <laughs> best. My time. It's the best. So yeah, you need that. And then I also occasionally with a couple people do like a. That's really helpful for writing too because I don't have time to belabor over it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do a Zoom with someone oh, that's for an right. hour and just yeah. like go back and forth. Oh, Zoom's I love that. So good. Sometimes Zoom you're like, great. sometimes I've had people be like, "Can we let's meet up?" And I'm like, "No, no, no." Because no. then, then it's like you're on the train. It's an hour, and then oh, at the end what? of the day, you've just for a, an hour and a half coffee. Now it's become an entire day yeah because yeah. i will no. dilly dally i never get to the point until i like the last five minutes yeah absolutely Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> i hear you no that's the thing <laughs> so i know i waste time so when someone's like can we meet for coffee at a diner i'm like no i yeah. no. zoom oh, you know yeah. and i gotta say i feel so bad because uh you know just the beauty of really being in touch with the world i get a lot of like can i Pick your brain oh. about oh, X, yeah. Y, and Z. That's tough. That's and I'm tough. like, I find these no. people are shortcutting. Yeah. They just want you to I know. tell them the one eight hundred number to call or <laughs> yeah. the email to send <laughs> that's, to. Because yeah. that's what you did. <laughs> yeah. And then when you tell them like, oh, you got to do like ten years of. They're like, <laughs> oh. but there's like yeah. you know something else, right? And you're like, no, you just have to do the stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's I, no. I have said to people no try to it. turn them off. I say if you would like to learn. The longest path between A and yes, B. Yes, I can tell you that. I can tell you I, that. I, yeah. I will give you I my story. <laughs> I love That's it. all I know. Um, I don't know any shortcuts. So you're like, have you yeah. seen where I'm at? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's not. I'd rather be that other. Go ask that person. Go yes. ask that person. Yeah. Go pick somebody else's brain. Yeah. And then I'll be honest with one other thing, although I do it rarely. Yes. But it was when I was, when I first had this baby and I was like, what has happened to my life? Yeah. <laughs> because I never really conceptualized it yeah 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 yeah. you because i well we just shared this so i'm pregnant yes oh my god exciting exciting yeah so that's my mind i keep going well we'll just bring the baby on the road and joe's like what and i'm like yeah we'll just switch off but I'm like, I know I'm a little delusional in that department. I love it. We're like, we like, no one should pick your brain, but actually we need to because yeah, we I need mean, to know about this so just quickly. I think that's possible. Yeah. I just think it's going to be so hard on you. Yeah. That it's like brutal because it's a brain. So that's what I end up talking about on the podcast all yeah. the time is that it's not so much the physical blah, blah, blah. There's a lot to that too, depending on how you decide to feed the baby and all of that and take care of all of their needs. But there is um, the shift in your brain yes. from who you are, even though you're so- yourself on stage and who you are with that child. That like, you know, when 
um, you come up too fast from scuba diving. Yeah, you, you get, get the, the bends. bends. Yeah. So they put you in a decompression chamber. That's what you need. Oh. Okay. And that when makes you sense. don't have that, that shift is jarring. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah, Interesting. I, That's I've never heard that before. I find it so fascinating the way you just described it. Yeah. So and like, I need to um, decompress <laughs> for even lamer shit. Yeah. Yeah. So do yeah. I. Oh, I know. I'll After take the train. I'm like, hang, that was I'm a like, lot. I gotta, yeah. But yeah. I find everyone I talk to pretty much, unless it was like, it's an emergency and you just have no help. So you have to bring your kid or yeah. like that was just, you know, there was there. If you have any other choice, I think it would be better to do something that will be easier on you. Yeah. Because everyone I talk to as I'm doing this podcast and in general is like, I'm like, oh, did you bring your kids on the road? They're always like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's like, it just requires such a different um, set of skills yeah. from you. Yes. That and I won't grasp that. I know until it's impossible it's when to you're feel in it. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I did this thing and maybe I think it's a good thing for everyone. I should bring it up again. So I didn't know what gigs to take and what things to say no to. Cause I'm my still like that right yeah. now. And I feel like there we're in a time where you should be saying no to some stuff. Right. Right. Yes. To yeah. value yourself. Yeah. Right. And so, and I just felt my entire career was based on me always saying yes yes yeah. like that well that's what we were conditioned because it felt like if you didn't say yes then you they will never ask will. you ever again yes yeah and 100%. then also you'll feel bad and your people pleasing won't <laughs> yeah. be validated exactly yeah. it's like I, that's who i am yeah and you're always like maybe this will lead to something maybe this will lead to yeah. something yeah. yeah it's like yeah. can you be at an alley at two in the morning you're like yes <laughs> i'm not leaving that on the table I'm there right now <laughs> so uh but i put together so simple but i put together this point system yes where someone would offer me a gig and if it wasn't just like your typical like i don't know your typical no if it wasn't just something that was so clearly something you would say yes yeah. to yeah. i would run it through this point system ah. and it was just five factors i whittled it down to five factors and i had to give uh, a score out of 10 to each of them and that way i could just double and make it out of 100 anyways so it was money i okay. gave it a score out of 10 yeah time commitment okay uh if it was like a good career move Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it was creatively stimulating. Okay, that's important. And then yeah. it's just like the fun factor. Was it with people I love? Like, yeah. was it an opportunity? And then that would get, so I'd rate them each out of um, 10. And then basically, if it was over 50%, I would say yes. Okay. Oh, okay. That's smart. So many were not. Wow. Yeah. So many were not. I love that point system because it's like when you're in the moment, when you're like frantically thinking, you're in that fight or flight of like, am I going to lose everything if I say no to the alley at two in the morning? And yeah. It's like you just have this to go back to. Yeah. And then you know while you're there, you're like, I said yes to the alley in the morning because I know I can say whatever I want in this stage. Yes. And for me, that is creatively stimulating. And right it's now. fun. I it's need, fun yeah. to be out it's there. You're really scared. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's kind of down from my house. So that's why I got 10 for time yes. and that's why I got yeah. 10 yeah. Yeah. yeah so wow okay I'm, I feel like I could use this I he- read of something very similar to this in the art of essentialism I think that was the Ooh. book it was like one of these books that it was like exactly um, a way to compare how valuable things are and I came up with one but it was so complicated and so not usable okay. like <laughs> yours was mine was like <laughs> on a, I need to make at least $200 to work the road it was all also like very low you know but yeah. that is concrete I I think like anyone yeah. could use that immediately yeah and i feel like you could do it i haven't done it for other things in my life but i feel like you could just do it for something else freelancers it's sort yeah. of a freelancer. yeah. freelancing yeah well yeah. i got a gig recently like video production thing and i there were so many red flags 
yeah. like the amount of time it took for them to respond to everything and then it just felt like they didn't know what they wanted and then when I threw it out the ideas and they went with an idea that I was like I, that was my least favorite that yeah. I just declined and I felt like we talk about this a lot. We're all about quitting. Yeah. Ugh. And there's I always quit more. I know. Oh. Yeah. If it makes you miserable or the idea of it makes you sick, like don't do it. It's a red flag. And when there's, when you're in a bad project, you're, you're involved in a bad situation. There's always red flags and you, and it, it's a gift to see them. Yeah. Cause then you're like, uh, that's right like when I used to do like these low level like TV things you know it was like I could always by the time I had done so many I would realize like oh my god like I know this is going to be awful because it hasn't even started and it's awful yeah yep. and then then I could just be like that's okay like I'm good yeah and it's so satisfying to get to that place well I you know someone told me this very early with road work because I would I would just get so stressed to go on the road and yeah. I would be like oh my god I'm and you know I'm careening myself on long journeys on the highway with at the time like borrowed cars or rentals yeah, yeah. just so many hurdles and um they would say well would you pay someone the amount that you're getting to do the gig yeah and i'd be like oh i'd pay them double yeah like, yeah, yeah. i know no yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that especially after a pandemic where you're like you know what? I don't know if I need five hundred dollars to go inside the middle of Pennsylvania <laughs> right now <laughs> <laughs> to just find yeah. new people that hate me. Because <laughs> you already know, you're like, I know, like I know I won't connect. It's going into a bad date for both parties involved. That you're like, well, I don't know why I need to do this, and it never, I never. You're like, okay, so I profited $100. I could just do that in spot pay and have a lovely night with my friends. Yeah. yeah. You have no idea how much I needed this conversation today. I love <laughs> it. Already I great. love it. This is Lady Journey. Let the healing begin. Let the healing begin. And, and I want to keep... Hold on to the yes. yeah. stone. Hold, hold the peridot. Now, I want to ask, too, about your... Um, you have an, an amazing book, and it was called... Um, oh, yeah. Thanks. I love, I love it. It's... It's got a long, uh, laborious name. I know it's called Sleeping My Way to Monogamy, but That's I forget what... Screw you. Screw everyone. Screw, screw everyone. Yeah. Yes. Sleeping My Way to Monogamy. Yeah, and if you take away state. either part, it sounds weird. <laughs> yes. You just go, screw everyone. everyone. You're like, what is that? <laughs> screw That's everyone, angry. including the people buying this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I love it. I love the book, and I love like this kind of side of you, because I met you kind of as you are now. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, yes. mother... Working woman, seeming yes, and then you read this, and it's about your days as a slut, yeah, and you're slutting around, and I just love it. I love, I love the going back into like the wild times of like the twenties, and I love like the lens that you're viewing it from. Like, can you tell us a little bit about like your creative process starting the book? When in your life did you write the book, by the way? Okay, so the stories, so the stories are like you know mostly dating stories, relationship stories, but then when I finally got the book deal, there was just so much connective stories Mm. to. You know, because you can have all these. Pers- it was not a personal essay collection. Yeah. It had a narrative arc. Yeah. You start to see your inventory. Yes. Yeah. And your patterns. So there's your, th- yeah, through lines. So for me, really, how the whole thing happened. So I had a few of these stories written in some way, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you love writing, you have a story. You're like, this wild thing happened to me, and you have a, maybe four pages yes. on that. Yeah. And I would do them. First, I would do them at um, kind of alternative comedy shows. Okay. And it was always people were like, this is weird, but I yes. guess so. Oh, I, I love that. So. Yeah. And then, and then the, I found The Moth because mm. The Moth was kind of a storytelling yeah. thing, short form storytelling. And, and I would get up at their slams every once in a while and tell one of these stories. 
and actually through that process of actually being on on stage at the moth a literary agent got in touch with wow. me. Wow. I hear these stories and I'm so jealous. And I love she it. said, but, but there was a stop and start before that because yeah. someone I had just at the time too, it was a little bit of a moment where um, there was this idea that uh, female written relationship books that were comedic were sellers. Yeah. Okay. I, of yeah. course, like everything else, I was hitting it right on the tail end, but yeah. I still hit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got right. in there. Uh, yeah. And so I did go with this other agent because who was more like he was just throwing everything up the wall against the wall trying to sell shit. Yeah. Right. And he had done like this person's book and that person's book, all these people. And so I, he was like, yeah, well, send me what you got. And I put together this whole thing. And I will tell you, he came back with the most brutal feedback. <laughs> it was so bad that oh I was like God. so bad. Yeah. It was like not worth wow. one word that was on that. And how dare I? And he told me to read like Proust or, you wow. know, and I was just like, what is going on? And it paralyzed me. Oh my God. For I bet. two years. Oh, of course. Unbelievable. Proust. Also, I know. So exactly yeah. a parallel with how I write. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You know, I know French you're, culture you're, of the high society. Like, I'm also assuming this is the time when also Snooki had a bestseller on the New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. There was yeah. like, I mean, honestly, I was just, I, like, it was sort of like, great, you don't like me. Yeah. But it's, it's weird. I, I was so like, oh my God, an agent wants or cares about anything I do. Do you yeah. think it was like a personal hang up? Because people are weird. You, Sometimes in their feedback, you're like, this feels deeper yeah yeah I did. it feels I like i look like, like your ex-girlfriend or something and I you're was, just lashing out at me right yeah it was like well you hate it so much the feedback is like i'm not even gonna go through it and think about it because you're just a <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and he was like go back and rewrite it and i was sort of like no like, yeah i don't even yeah, know like do. so i just left it but i, so I wow. kept liking doing the stories on stage here and there yeah, mm -hmm. and it's getting good responses so then you're getting positive feedback in the live do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know how you get like sometimes with a like a booker of late night, they're like this. We can't do this. And you're like, but it works every. <laughs> That's the night. core of what I do. Yeah. 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 And I've tested this out numerous times that you're like, yeah, I know this works. I know. You know that people like it. Yeah. So and writing like so much of writing is I, I didn't realize that you had developed it with your live performance in tandem. Yeah. That surprised me because uh, I find like when I write stuff, it's like you're just in a vacuum for so long. I and know. how can you know if it's good or not? And he probably is used to just like ripping people a new one every time because it's like, oh, they've never had any feedback. So they'd be like, oh, OK, of course, you know. Yeah. And, you know, much like the stand up thing with a good audience, I was so much better at writing that story, which was the truth from my life on stage the, the paper version was one thing, but the onstage version was better. Yeah. And I had better lines. So then I started recording myself or at least taking notes right afterwards and then like going mm. back and forth on these documents. But I didn't really know what it was. And then I did a show where I got contact by literary agent and I basically said, I'm think I do have all these stories, uh, but I think I'm bad yeah and mm -hmm. she was like all right can you just put them all like everything you have in one document and at the time i hated actually the trajectory of female-led comedic relationship books because they all in my mind end with a marriage and i said i don't know how to end this other than with a marriage and that is so stereotypical and trite and that's yeah. who i yeah. am even um he's not that into you yeah even yeah, the yeah. movie you're yeah. like well this everything was the 
uh, example that he said doesn't happen to you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So it still had to end on that good note. Yeah. That these things can happen to you. And I will tell you, yeah. that is how my but book that's not life. ends. But she said, she goes, what are you talking about? It's going to be to- yours. Whatever yours is, is different. Oh, that's nice. Don't it's worry about it. Yeah, I do love that. You tend to like get so consumed with self-doubt and then you realize that like just because it's similar to something else, you're still, we're all humans, you know? It's not like one of us is like a different being. You yeah. know, like we're all living a similar experience and, and the I perspective is what makes it beautiful and special. Yeah. And, and I think too, when you do stand up as a woman, just as, like you're so conscious about having to stand out in a certain way because you've received all this feedback about like, don't talk about wi- your pussy. Yeah. Can't have two women back to <laughs> yeah. back on a show. Yeah, like it's yeah. better, but it's not great. It's yeah. much better. Yeah. And yeah. so like, but you also realize, oh, there's like five w- bald white guys in hoodies talking about their dicks and everyone's like universal and different. Yeah. yeah. And you're over here like robots. <laughs> robots in healthcare. Why am I bombing? <laughs> well, that would be like the compliment I feel like I would get when I first started stand up would be like, I really like you because you don't really talk about like oh girl stuff. And then I did kind of pride myself on it. But then later on in life, you're like, I'm just kind of neglecting a lot of material because I'm trying to write for a male audience experience. Yeah, exactly. and that's why we have yeah. Lady Journey. This is for talking about sheet sets. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. right. But then we right. still get 70% men on YouTube that we're like, I don't, what the, how the fuck are we supposed to get women to this? Yeah, we we're trying to we reach them. It. We're trying to reach them. Hilarious. But, but thank you for They're the not men online. coming on. Thank you, thank you for <laughs> yeah. the male listeners. We appreciate Sarah, your Sarah shits on the mail, and then I thank them because yeah. we actually still need you. We need the numbers. <laughs> we need the numbers. Tell all your friends. <laughs> tell your yes, wife. Do tell your them, wife. But I'm just mind boggled <laughs> that why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> this episode has taken a weird turn. Yes. Why are you watching? <laughs> Why? Sarah goes to the camera. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> but speaking of Lady Journey, what's your journey that you're on? What's going on in your life now? What is the thing that you think will solve everything that you oh will, God. without a doubt, abandon in okay, two weeks? Okay, so I am not proud of this. Yes. Okay. All right? Okay. I'm just going to be vulnerable. Oh, I love it. Because I am someone who rails in my act and on Instagram with all the positive um, affirmations out there. Yes, I yes. find like there's word art in people's houses. It's there's actually positive in every coffee shop. There's word art. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, yes. but and you do the funny sticky notes, ver- which I think and is I put hilarious. Notes on yeah. them that tell everyone to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. but but I have found recently that um, you know I've just been experimenting a little bit with the like kind of laws of attraction. That's basically yes. what it is. The laws okay. of attraction. Okay. Yeah. And that I, because I dwell in all the darkness all the time. And if I can't use it, it'd be great to dwell in the darkness if you're also just like, (laughs) and I'm just writing comedy and things. But it just, it takes me, I'm paralyzed. I do nothing. Yeah. But think about how bad things are. Yeah. So I've been doing exercises. Oh, I love it. I've been journaling. (gasps) I like a good, like a positive to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Give me a workbook. Oh, I love workbook. a workbook. Yeah. yeah. So I read Untethered Soul. Oh my god, I love that book. That's one of my books. Michael A. Singer. Okay. He, he has a podcast. Sh- yeah. He has a podcast which I think is really helpful because it's like bite-sized chapters in like an hour, and it's free, and you can just listen to like decluttering. You know, like doing the work. Yeah. You know, I like to listen to it like on the plane. You know. So the best thing I took out of that is the idea of like the little um, voice in your head mm-hmm. that is like mean 
mean. Yeah, and is yeah. like fa- failure, failure, yeah, failure. That's you, yeah. you are a yeah. failure. The internal uh, critic. If you yeah. were to take that person out and put them beside you, would you like them as a roommate? You would be yeah. like that neurotic freak. Yeah, get the worst bummer, worst yeah. roommate ever. Yeah, just downer, <laughs> downer roommate. Mine's more of a downer. It's less like self criticism. It's like, can you believe that happened to us again? I'm like, no. <laughs> I feel like what's like if I could click into that distance, then um yeah, it's like a little oh. lighter. Yeah. So I am doing with my little Pomodoro clock. Yeah. Twenty five minutes of that. I call it manifesting exercises. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, but sometimes it is just uh, writing about like wh- what is going on. Other times, I will just I will go literally Google like manifesting exercise. I'll be like write twenty things that you hate. Write twenty things that bring you joy. It's yeah. just like changes my my brain. And also, you know, I don't usually write that way. So then I feel yeah. like I have. Then I feel like I want to write more. Yeah, like yes. a writing exercise. When you shift your perspective, it's yeah. like, wow, it's a whole new world over here. Well, when you go to a yes, I remember listening to John Hughes talk screenwriting. Yeah. And he was just talking about something about like, I was writing my characters in negative space, being like maybe a male character, being like the piece of shit. And then after I was trying to write this character that way and then I listened to him and he was like, I just, these are people that I like and that I want people to like. And I was like, why am I writing? Mm -hmm. Why do I have to write this male character in this way? And then as soon as I put him more in the positive spin of going, yes, I felt like the storyline was easier to write. Oh, that's interesting. Well, it's just like improv, like the yes ending. Yes ending. Yeah. 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 Where I do think you're, widen your perspective with yeses then or a positive mindset so i think i've spent most of my life feeling like if i engage in like manifestation positive thinking any sort of um self-care on Mm -hmm. that level Mm -hmm. that i am a loser and i've lost like yeah it's it's sort of like oh what you can't do this on your own yeah what am i working at gem mania again (laughs) joining their dc cult to get mad at yourself for that yeah like, yeah i know you're we like, can really <laughs> hate ourselves over the slightest <laughs> thing like, i wild. hate myself for hating myself and not doing anything like you what you want to do something about hating yourself yeah. weakling yeah weakling yeah. it feels like you're like you're so basic <laughs> yeah affirmation. with my starbucks yeah. cup <laughs> and yeah. then i just have been witnessing recently and maybe my eyes are just open to it people like in a, their little space before a show, like really psyching themselves up. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, interesting. And finding out that everyone sort of is like, yeah, well, oh no, I do this and this and this to like just keep myself on track. And I'm like, oh my God, who is this person yeah. that I'm looking up to that has all the confidence in the world yeah. and all the beautiful self-talk and it's just walking into yeah. entertainment situations and conquering. Right, right. They don't exist. It seems it's it's an illusion. It's an illusion. It's that illusion. They- Oh my God. I love that. I love, I love the self care. I love like feeling good is such like a gift to yourself. Yes. Although, although I will say like I'm working, I'm working, I have a new therapist now and we're working, we're working with allowing if there's a bad feeling there, it's just allow it and not trying to change it and trying to feel like good there's something to work that. it out which is yeah, yeah which is like not trying to be like i need to choose to feel good that's that's my path yeah, everything's yeah. fine you know yes and i think like that's where that can be when like manifesting goes to the tar- the dark side that's the stuff yeah. i make fun of because yes. it's sort of like the we got to the right it's like toxic 
yeah positivity that's but if you have the mindfulness yeah if you have the mindfulness because this is like a mindfulness based modality which is like yes. very much like what michael singer is in the um the untethered soul it's like just being mindful of that roommate there they're not gonna be gone yeah but they're just there and you're like well okay they you have like, no power whatever. over me right yeah, yeah. So yeah, it just makes a uh, makes it better. So that's what I'm doing. I wish I had uh, some more crystals or something like tangible and fun. Mm. I wish oh I had gosh. something fun. No, this is I great. Want a fun this is exercise. Great. I know, like muffins. Yeah. I'm getting into muffins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing. I take. Sh- I can't. I have no time for baths, but I do tequila shots in the shower. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I Although like I that. read this thing, you know, there's a no meeting Fridays. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. So. And then I read this thing about like also minimalist Mondays. <gasps> oh, what's oh. that? Everyone has such deep overwhelm on Mondays yes. that you're supposed to like just don't expect much from yourself. Just write like really just map out three things like the minimal <gasps> amount so I you're not it. overburdened by yes. your Monday because it wrecks. Th- but I was just like, okay, <laughs> I mean, really, it's like wait. So it's Tuesday, Tuesdays like fuck it, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. more days. Yeah, that's Taco Tuesday. You're quiet quitting. <laughs> you're quiet quitting <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Just yeah. the whole. time. Time. My God, I have to say, Tuesday hump yeah. day can't get much of yeah. a hump yeah. day. Baby. Thursday, Thursday, <laughs> you're hammered, yeah. and then Friday's TGIF. No, yeah, no meetings. No meetings. I remember when I worked a day job, I would dilly dally for six hours and then hard sprint at the last hour. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's your four-hour work week. It's yeah. like you don't really need to work that much. I yeah. love, I love a powerful Monday. That's my thing because I, I power Monday. Yeah, Hit the ground do a power. Running. I usually like Sunday. I usually chill out. I try to do yoga so I exhaust myself. So I force myself to rest. And then Monday, I am ready to go. I get my yeah. Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee from the bad Dunkin', yeah. the scary one. Yeah. And I just day? race. And I feel great until the end of the day. And that's when the fear sets in. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm over-caffeinated. What happened? <laughs> uh, that's the other, uh, and I just do this, a thing about having a kid is that um, even though we don't really work in a world of weekends, still society, yeah. society exists. Mm, uh, yes, yeah. And weekends are, n- they're not relaxing anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like now Activities. there's unstructured time, yeah. and you just—I mean—it is funny to me now when someone's like, "Hey, l- let's do a call. How about Saturday at 4 I'm like, "Oh my God, no!" Or uh, you know, any time that's like around the real what ends up being these benchmarks of what yeah. you just have to do because yeah. it doesn't matter how you cut it. Little kids do not live on a comic schedule, right? No. Right. So and right. they never will. And so society, you know, ob- obviously just um, hates women, and yeah. then they <laughs> really hate mothers. It's so, so funny so. when you. <laughs> Like the things in like South Korea, it's like daycare is only thirty dollars for eight months, and you're like, wow, that's weird because I can't afford it here, and I'll never be able to afford it. Oh yeah, no people would say to me like, my kid wasn't even walking. They're like, what preschool is he going to? And I was like, our safety school is brown. Like, there's just all this pressure. Oh, it's bad here. It's very bad. I worked on I. Tempted a high-end baby clothes store on the Upper East Side called Bonpon. Bonpon. <laughs> what was it called? Bonpon. Oh my god. Which means good baby. Good point. Good point. I guess so. It, like <laughs> we're talking seventy dollar baby jeans. Yeah. And I just it was Something so from demoralizing. Mark Jacobs yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I. That's when I really like it settled into me what New York is of like because I would walk by Sacred Heart. There's yeah. a really other well-known one where you're talking about 40000 a year tuition. Oh, yeah, like the Chapin, the Chapin yeah. School. Yeah, and also when I moved here, that was the number one thing you would get asked is where did you go to school? 
Yes. Nobody asked me that in Texas. I yeah. I, can, I remember like an entertainment job where someone was like, "And where did you go to college?" I said, "Nobody has ever asked me this in yeah. my entire wow. life." Yeah. And why does it matter? Why do you care? Yeah. I know. I know. It's pretty wild. So I do. I now look at my week. I don't know how you guys do your spots, but just in terms of quitting. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. look at my yeah. week and I have to pick two days that are weekends. I take Sundays yeah. off. Mm-hmm. That's generally. I try not to book shows on Sunday. Yeah. I have no rhyme or reason. <laughs> I'm just like anything, Whatever comes anything and everything. I just, I yeah. can't do it like that because then there's something on Sunday that I'll want. So I just really, uh, on a week by week basis, I'm like, this week's weekend is Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Yes. This there you go. This week's weekend there is you go. Thursday and Monday. That's great. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Time management. I like this time management, that this pattern I'm seeing where it's like, you just have your own time management that has nothing to do. It's like, you're doing the Pomodoro, you're doing, you're picking the weekend and you're sticking to it. Like having the boundaries that's really what's i'm yeah, getting and that's the important just thing absolute necessity yeah absolute yeah. necessity yeah of just being like what how does anyone do this no well, time management i mean it's yeah. insane how do you do it you know i never understood why i work nine to five i was like i don't understand how people get their shit done their life shit yeah like you, you get back and you're like i'm exhausted it's eight o'clock at night yeah. And then you want me to like get my brakes fixed or something <laughs> like and everything's closed on the weekends. Yeah. Like I just didn't I felt like the world is should be a little bit more flexible for if you can just hit your goals. then why does it matter? Have yeah. you ever walked like I don't know if you've ever taken this is the greatest moment in my life. Have you ever taken an <laughs> early morning train out of pen? That's a, <laughs> always a good oh, moment. Oh, luxury. <laughs> yeah. Penn Station. A crossover of yeah. the crazies to the work. Force. And there's yeah. a 24-hour mani-pedi place right there. And I have walked by at 6 a.m. or something crazy. And there has been, like, women who look like they are going to a nice job. Like, okay, that makes wow. sense. And they're in there. You find, w- it, you find time. you got to find well, the I time. Well, I think New York caters to that more I than think so other too. cities yeah. that I've been into. Where, like, you do, when you set up doctor's appointments, sometimes they're like, you want to come at 6? And I'm like, what? How? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes go to bed at four. I know. That's another thing that always has really bothered me. You'll, you'll, if you read any of this stuff, all the parenting stuff is like, you need time for yourself, moms. Yeah. So just get up an hour before your kid. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. So my kid. You could be sleep deprived, spinning out just for yourself. (laughs) Oh, I work out at six, but I go to bed at 3.30. (laughs) So it's just like, again, you're like, what? That's why I I just sit there and I have to figure out everything individually yeah because there's no i just it's that's why i also do the podcast because i'm like there's other people in entertainment that have weird hours yeah i mean i know people that work in restaurant industries and um uh, medical industries yeah. that have weird hours too and it's a professional yeah. city yeah like everybody here is like career focused so it's like not every i mean no career now can i ask <laughs> one more thing no career is like <laughs> making time for moms how do you feel about it being canadian because i was just in montreal yeah thank you montreal oh, so beautiful isn't oh, it god yeah. i love it. I was there yeah. during sugar season. I got what to see the sugar. Oh, oh my god. god. I'm from Calgary, but I okay, went to Calgary. university slash college in okay. Montreal. It's yes. so lovely. So I there and for I was a few years. chatting chatting with a girl there and she had a um two year old baby and she was um so sweet. She was like, 
can you believe like the daycare is just provided for you know like the daycare it's like I think she was telling me something wild like she she was she's a mother she's in her 40s she's going to school for a master's program and she just kind of can you know because she has the time it's like the daycare there is just functional it's functional and it's accessible and it doesn't cost you know a thousand dollars a week well, you know, and we talk about this phenomenon, which I guess I'm part of that phenomenon, about women having kids older, and there's all these, like, theories as to why that is, and none of them are particularly kind. But one of the main ones is that, well, maybe if while women were uh, getting their careers started when men are, and, like, everybody is, talking very binary, uh, and they felt like they could have some sort of support, they would think about a family. Yeah. But if you can only think about it, like when I've like reached a certain amount of mu- cash in the bank or mm. a certain place it's in my in career, then yeah. that's right. Yeah. Th- like why, of, I mean, of course, of course if you yes. have more support systems, they yeah. might envision it early or not. And maybe they wouldn't have to ban abortion. They like I know. instead they just it's do just that. Like, like every, we'll fix it. <laughs> every turn, yeah. right. Every yeah. every turn is just sort of, but yeah, I'm sure. I, did insightful. you want to move to Montreal? Oh, I love it. I think it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. When I go there, I'm like, the city is just so gorgeous. And it's a city. And it's, you know, but it's... It's great. Food is good. I love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I say this, but I probably sound ignorant. I think Mateo has a joke about this where I'm like, it does feel like if you can't go to Europe, you can maybe go there. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is definitely, there's definitely a European feel. It does have that feel. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's and it's cultural and unique in its own way. The only time you're like, this is definitely Canadian is when, you know, during the hockey playoffs, when like the city shuts down (laughs) because everyone's watching the game. During the Maple Leafs. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. (laughs) They were like, well, it should be okay because you're, you'll be home before that lets out. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'd like to see this. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, if they win, we're screwed. Yeah. And if they lose, we're screwed. <laughs> like, both ways is just, like, crazy amount of drinking oh and chaos. Oh, and I, love it. I love but it. But, yeah, the whole, like, moving back to Canada thing. I mean, it comes up a lot. And I don't know. I don't know, uh, you know, career-wise, do we have to be married to one place still? Yeah. I well, don't think that you know. do anymore because yeah. we've got internet especially if you're just wanting to do just stand up or something yeah i don't really feel like you need to live in the bigger cities anymore yeah because i feel like neighbor gotsy's thriving in nashville there's an appeal of smaller cities i think yeah you know you like you said breathing room little breathing Breathing room room. yeah and And then that's the title of the episode (laughs) breathing room (laughs) breathing room everybody podcast Um, but we are actually winding down out of time so i don't want to cut anyone off but i know you have to get out because you are i know i have you have another to tonight. You, you put a boundary on us. Brooklyn. You put a time <laughs> management boundary on I us, did. and I'm I am sorry. honoring that. I'm honoring that. I'm <laughs> honoring you. Everybody, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. Follow us. Yes. Follow Ophira. Listen to Parenting is a Joke, and Lady Journey. Lady Journey. Thank you. Yay.